0: fans good morning good afternoon good evening whenever and wherever you may be listening and thank you for joining the Lockdown Avalanche podcast part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day I'm your host Chris Maselli bringing you another episode of a podcast dedicated to your one and only Colorado Avalanche Uh, kind of a big weekend both for the Avalanche and for myself Uh, being over on the East Coast I got to see the boys up close and personal, um, when they played the New Jersey Devils, I took the trip to New Jersey. Uh, first time ever going to a game against the or, you know, Devils game in general. First time in the Prudential Center. Uh, so we'll kind of get into that, my experience there, as well as the game itself. Um, kind of talk about the this back-to-back that they have against the Islanders, as well as the Rangers, which uh, for tomorrow's episode... A uh, crossover a crossover episode with John from the Lockdown Rangers podcast. We got together and uh, did a Avalanche slash Rangers show for you, so that'll be available for you guys on Tuesday. Uh, but we will um, we'll preview the, the Islanders game um, and kind of just talk more about the state of where Colorado is right now, um, and they've kind of turned things around. After that mini losing streak that they had, and that's just the ebbs and flows of a hockey season, not to get too panicked about anything that happened, but you don't like to see a team lose consecutive games in a row, and they were doing it, and now they're on the other end of it, and everything is okay, and everything is right in the universe now. So, uh, But like we always do, social media. Follow the show on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, just search for Locked on Avalanche, and send your emails to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Uh, Seen <clears throat> as today, if you're listening to this on Monday, January 6th. 6th, you still have time to vote for Kale McCarr. Um, as sacrilegious as that is, that we have to vote this man into the All-Star game. And him not being just handed a card to go to the All Star game, we have to vote him in, and he deserves it. So, um, if you're voting, good job. If you need to vote, get out and vote. Let's get Kale McCarr into that All Star game. Um, All right. So, that's all those nice niceties and fun things. And now we can get on to more important matters like, I don't know, where do you want to start? So, let's see. How about just starting with uh, my experience at the Prudential Center? So I went with uh, my wife, who by default is an Avalanche fan, and I took two, uh, well, my friend and his wife, <coughs> excuse me, and um, who are Devils fans. So I typically try to go to the games um, over here on the East Coast uh, between the, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Bruins, the Devils and Buffalo, but Buffalo is too far away for me to really go to a, a Sabres game. Um, between those four teams, they're usually playing on a Saturday somewhere so I can go away on a weekend. Um, although I have taken off work to to go see an Avalanche game. Um so this year it was uh, against the Devils, and I had never seen them play the Devils. i have never been um, to a, any Devils game. Uh, like I said, never been to the Prudential Center. And because my friend and his wife, who by default is a Devils fan, um, he hadn't been in a long time to see a, a Devils game. So we booked the trip, um, had pretty good seats. And um, I, my whenever I go to anything, because I don't like any, you know, I'm in New York. I don't like, like... Any real, like New York teams, with the exception of the, the Rangers, I, I will root for the Rangers <coughs> on the East Coast if uh, if Colorado's not in anything. But um, so I, I always get nervous whether the Broncos are coming to town or the Rockies are coming to town. Um, I'm not too big into basketball, so I don't really I don't travel for the um, for the Nuggets. But I always get nervous wearing uh, opponent colors into enemy territory. And I do anyway, and I always uh, walk out thinking, like, oh, you know, nothing happens. It wasn't so bad. And it's not because, like, I, don't, I can't take people, like, ripping on me or anything like that. It's just, like, I'm not there for that. I just want to watch the game. I want to watch my team. I don't get to see, you know, my team live all that much. So um, when I do, I kind of just watch. So every once in a while, like, I go back and forth between should I wear the jersey. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to – this is United States. I'm going to wear my team's colors, and sorry if I'm not in, live live in, you know, the, the state that your team is in, but, um, or I don't root for the team that, you know, the, the state of, and I'm in New Jersey, I don't even live in New Jersey, so whatever, it wouldn't be, but I don't know if I would go to a New Jersey game wearing a Rangers, a New Jersey game wearing a Rangers jersey, that's a whole other story, um, but no, every everybody was fine. Nobody nobody said actually the only one that said something to me was um, the the guy who scanned my I had the tickets on my phone. The guy who scanned the scanned the tickets and it was in joking manner completely. He was the only one that said something to me, he just said something like are oh, you wearing the wrong jersey? Haha, funny. Let me in. I'm a paying customer. Um, other than that, I sat Quietly with my wife and my other two friends, we watched the game. Very enjoyable game. Beautiful center, by the way. Uh, Prudential Center. We're on the newer end, I believe. Um, everything is state of the art, brand new, spick and span. Could eat off the floors. Um, the the jumbotron is state of the art. Oh my God, that, that, it is crystal clear, and the the size of just you know there's four sides to the the jumbotron, and it's just some I mean I know all of like arenas are like that now as I know I've been to Madison Square garden many times I know they're all like that, but that one, for whatever reason just stood out and uh beautiful, beautiful jumbotron that they had there um and as far as the game went, oh wait, I also wanted to say underneath the uh Prudential Center and we went to this is a uh uh a Grammy Awards uh, Grammy museum. So it's like a, not quite a rock and roll hall of fame, but it's uh kind of like a, a homage to the Grammy awards, which this isn't a music show. So I'm not going talk about it because my issues with the Grammys, but, um, it was cool to, to kind of go through. It wasn't very expensive. It's not very big, but it's kind of interactive and they have cool videos up. So if you're into music and stuff like that and you want to like quick thing to do if you're ever in new jersey um it's right on the bottom level of the prudential center so um it was pretty cool um yeah as far as the game went um very kind of slow in the beginning not much going on in the first period um no 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 score and the avalanche had what four straight games of 40 shots on goal and i think they had 10 or 11 after the first period in this one and then after the second they were around 22 or 23 so you knew that uh streak was going to come to an end i really didn't think they were going to get 20 shots on goal in the third period uh being up uh 2 to nothing so there's going to be more on the defensive end than on the on the offensive end but that is what it is it's you know it's an arbitrary streak of 40 shots on goal in a row but it just kind of showed that they were offensive minded and it took them a little while to get going in this game but once they did once they kind of just imposed their will um, they were they were the better team and they are the better team and the, and the, if you remember the game that they played against New Jersey earlier in the year in Colorado uh, New Jersey gave them a game Colorado obviously came out on top um and it had a different feel to this game like Colorado was pretty much in control the vast majority of the game um and they just weren't getting through their goalie um but Jared Bednar made a change to put Miko Rantanen back on the top line uh starting in the second period and uh that paid off because uh he ends up with a hat trick and the two goals that he scored were gorgeous goals, added the uh empty netter at the end. Um, and he needed that. You know, he has been he's always played well, he's always a solid player, but he's a point scorer. Um, and he and he wasn't really putting up um uh, insane numbers. He wasn't having those like dominant games that he can have. Um, and, and he got back on track. And I don't know if it was going back up to that top line. That kind of maybe just boosted his energy um, whatever it was uh, he and and that, and this is what we've said so many times Jared Bednar can play with these lines if he needs to he can maneuver guys around and he's not afraid to do it in game which is exactly what he did had a, a thought of you know what happened in the previous game with what he did with the lines against St. Louis was brilliant maybe keep that going a little bit he noticed the the Nathan McKinnon line was not performing as well as it normally should, they needed a boost, and who who's great to plug in there? Miko Rantanen. Wow, are you kidding me? That's who you're going to plug in there? Sure, let's do that. Um, and it it paid off and spades. So uh, here's some here's some audio from the uh, the three Miko Rantanen goals. Right through center ice now to McKinnon. McKinnon gives it for Rantanen. Miko with the shot, he scores. Ranton and short side Top shelf on the drop pass From McKinnon And the Abs have taken a 1-0 lead And watch out Is the big moose starting to heat up That puck was moving so fast Nobody saw it go into the net Especially me It went high glove side on McKenzie Blackwood And the moose is definitely loose Great pass Nice move by McKinnon to set him up Rantan and shot right there this is vintage coleman and rancid jousted each other just a little bit we'll see if nathan mckinnon has calmed down a little bit from he was an angry puppy in that <laughs> second period McCar slips a check gives it off shot score miko rancid in his second of the game eight seconds into period number three the abs have taken a three nothing lead and kale mccarr Slipping a check set it all up. Wow. Miko and It's as easy as that. One move into the net and eight seconds into the third period. It's a three nothing lead for Colorado. But that whole play is just sensational. Look at that. Miko swings it wide. Puts the brakes on. Can't shoot. Now does. Score! There it is. The chapeau, Miko Rantanen. It's a hat trick with 15.9 seconds to go in the third period. And that's the cherry on top of the delicious Sunday. Let's count the hats. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Might as well be 96 hats from all the AZ fans here at Potential Center. And that should do it. So, uh, yeah. That trick from Miko Rantanen, and, and yeah, that first goal. Um, you heard the, that that audio was kind of split between the television broadcast and the radio broadcast. And on the radio broadcast on that first goal, uh, it, uh, the 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 angle that I had, I was on the other side of the ice. You didn't know he scored, and even the radio announcement, it, it, it took a second to realize he scored. Number one, it was so quick, and number two, his reaction was ho hum. Yeah, I do this all the time. It, it that was the first goal of the game. And it was very subdued, uh, celebration from the entire team. And they, I didn't know if the, uh, goalie had made a stop and they were just kind of huddling together because they were, you know, just maybe planning something for the face off or celebrating. And you didn't realize they were celebrating until they skated over to the bench and pounded fists. Like, oh, it's, they, they scored. And then, you know, obviously they showed it on the jumbotron and, um, it it was just like, okay, I guess I guess we scored. Be a little bit more enthusiastic about it, but uh, that that's his game. The second goal, um as soon as the third period is starting, eight seconds into that period, Kale McCarr with a beautiful move, just sides sidestepped a, a check and it was all over from there. A beautiful pass and ranted and made a couple moves and pretty much had a wide open net. Um the thing that everybody is talking about is the the non goalie interference call, um, and and being in the arena, <laughs> you would think, you know, the refs would need some uh, security going to their their vehicles at the end of the game, uh, listening to some of these devil fans, um, and the expletives shouted raining down on them, but. <sighs> I get it. They're they're the home crowd. They're going to be angry about that. And I am not being a homer when I say this. It's not goalie interference. Like, first of all, it's not goalie interference. You can't call goalie interference on incidental contact. And he's behind the net on top of it. Um, he chose to go get that puck. He's not fair game. A goalie is never, quote, unquote, fair game. Just because he leaves the crease, you can't just then all of a sudden take him out because he's out of the crease. You can't do that. But um, you could tell Matt Calvert was obviously skating behind the net, where Mackenzie Blackwood was playing the the puck, and he was past him. He was skated. He you know he made a U turn, and he 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 was past him, and Blackwood just kind of backed up into him and got their feet tangled, and he fell to the ice. I'm sorry, and Belmar was there to to slap in a goal like. It's just one of those, if you're a Devils fan, an unfortunate series of events, but it's it's not going interference, and it's not tripping, and it's not anything. It's just incidental contact. Uh, and if you want to read the rules here, 69.4, contact outside the crease. If an attacking player initiates any contact with a goalkeeper other than incidental contact while the goalkeeper keeper is outside his goal crease... And a goal is scored, the goal will be disallowed. the The operative words there are incidental contact. That was clearly incidental contact, and I know I'm preaching to the choir because the people listening to this are uh, probably 99% Avalanche fans, one percent maybe uh, um, Devils fans who want to get the Avalanche take on it and kind of get angry at me as I'm saying this. It's it's not a penalty, guys. I'm sorry. It, it's just it's is. That exact words. It's right in the. It's right in the rules. Incidental contact. If you don't think that's innocent incidental contact, I I can't help you because it, 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 it clearly was. So, uh, it's just unfortunate. All right. So um, now that the we're in kind of the second half of the season, even though we haven't hit the All Star break, but you know game wise we're into the second half of the season. Um, one of the things that you are going to start hearing more and more about as the second half goes on and obviously as it c- concludes, is who gets what award and who's the best at this position and you know all, all these other awards that come at the end of the year. And obviously, like any other sport, uh, the MVP, Heart Trophy, will be talked about the most out of any of those. And because the Colorado Avalanche have Nathan McKinnon, you are going to hear about it over and over and over again again I know I just did a segment saying I'm not a Homer and that was not uh, goalie interference or tripping or any penalty by the stretch of, stretch of the imagination I'm also not a Homer when I say Nathan McKinnon has got to be if he continues his pace which we all anticipate he will do um, heart trophy winner it's not just based on points I, I, I who knows if he will uh, win that award you know the just the most uh, points scored. He's obviously going to have to battle Connor McDavid with that. If he does get that, I think it's, you know, money in the bank that he becomes the Hart Trophy winner. But even if he doesn't, he's still going to finish in the top two or three. I don't think he will drop down to four, even if he does drop down to four. Um, and he's going to be over 100 points for the season. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is you're not going to put all your eggs in one basket and say the MVP is. One, a guy who makes it to the playoffs, and two, based on points. Some people will do that, and uh, it's up in the air right now if Edmonton Oilers are going to make the playoffs because they are in a free fall, more or less. Forget all of that. Um, Nathan McKinnon is the best player on the ice, night in and night out. out. Uh, And he, if you're going off of value, you cannot deny this man's value. Slowly based on what this team went through injury-wise and how he and he alone kept them afloat and is where they're at. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, like I said, like you're, you're seeing it more and more now. Uh, I'm re- I've read a ton of articles about predicting all of these awards at the end of the year. I think Nathan McKinnon has the Hart Trophy locked up. Uh, should Jared Bednar be in there with Coach of the Year for the Jack Adams? I think he definitely should be. Will he be? I don't know. He got he was up for it a couple of years ago. I think he should have got that, in my opinion. Um, I think it's much more difficult to do what he did and turn around a team that was god-awful to a playoff team with pretty... I mean, a lot of those guys were... It's It's a lot of the same roster that was on that awful team to the playoff team the next year. Compared to everyone wants to throw out, um, you know, Vegas going to the Stanley Cup, the way the draft is set up, you know, we might see it again in Seattle. So I think just because they the Vegas Golden Knights were uh, assigned the expansion title, uh, it was kind of like thrown in the bag. But it's, expansion teams are not what they used to be um, anymore. But that is what it is. So will he get it in, involved in it this year? I think he should, but I don't think he will be uh, nominated for it. Um, it's just I, I just don't think that he will be. Um, obviously, Camel Carr will have, I think, you know, his, his rookie of the year locked up, um, especially if he gets into this All-Star game. I don't think it will be held against him that it was voted in in any stretch of the imagination. But um, I think come – award time and and hockey was the one that kind of started this whole award show thing uh, for for their league at the end of the season and in the past, I haven't really watched too much I didn't really I'm not gonna watch if avalanche players aren't going to be nominated. I don't I'm not just gonna watch it to watch it. It's just an award show um but because they they could ha- have numerous guys be awarded awards at the end of the year. I think I'm going to pay attention maybe a little bit more. Maybe I'll tune in to the end because I know they're going to save the MVP for the end. Um, But more than that, Nathan McKinnon better be on EA's NHL cover next year. He better be. I will not be a happy man if he's not on that. More than anything. I would rather him be on the EA NHL game than get the Hart Trophy. No, I would not. I'm lying when I say that. And one other thing that we have to be kind of keeping our eye on as that's coming up in a month and a half, a little over a month and a half, the trade deadline. What does Colorado do with the trade deadline? Um, Obviously the Taylor Hall thing didn't pan out, but that was the, that was the big fish. Uh, Who are these smaller fish that they might go after? Plug in pieces of the puzzle. Um, Like I said, tomorrow will be the crossover episode with the Locked On Rangers, and we kind of talk about Chris Kreider. Could he be someone the Avalanche bring in? I don't know. Uh, we 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 do talk about that, so you have to wait till tomorrow to hear that. So uh, one more piece of business to get to, and that is the Islanders preview, and we will do that right in a minute. All right. So Avalanche with a back to back against the uh, New New York, <laughs> the New Jersey, New York Islanders. And the New York Rangers. Islanders up first, and our good friend Semyon Varlamov uh, over on the Islanders and playing pretty well, having a pretty good season. Um, I know Avalanche fans probably aren't too happy about that, but we gave him enough opportunities here. You can't be mad about it. Um, as far as the Islanders go, they're, they're, their season is resembling the Avalanche pretty much. Like they started off really hot. And that is keeping them up in the top of the standings right now. They're 25, 12, and 3. That gives them 53 points. Two points behind Pittsburgh. Uh, Ten points behind Washington. So um, that just tells you how amazing Washington is playing. But if you just look at their their schedule and their wins-losses, um, it, it's very streaky. It's kind of like Colorado. Like They they won five in a row, then lost three in a row. And lately they they... Lost three in a row, one, two in a row. Now they've lost. They're coming off of uh, two losses in a row, one to the Devils, one to the Maple Leafs, where they got shut out. Um, And that's the problem with uh, the Islanders is is they're not going to light up the scoreboard. They will keep you off the scoreboard. Their their goaltending, Varlamov being part of that, obviously is very very good, Um, but they're they're not. They don't light the lamp like Colorado can. as far as uh, team statistics go and individual players, uh, their, their, their big guy is uh, Matthew Barzel, who leads them in points, goals, and assists. 34 points, and that breaks up into 16 points, or excuse me, 16 goals and 18 assists. Um, Ross Johnston leads them in penalty minutes at 49. Um, and... and you know their plus minus guys are kind of all over Scott Mayfield's a plus 9 I think he leads the team um but they 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 don't have those offensive firepower weapons that they did even a couple years ago um they kind of left for free agency if you know who I'm talking about going to Toronto um but where they struggle is scoring goals so they are 2.8 goals for, which is 21st in the league, uh, tied for tied for 21st. But their goals against is at 2.6, which is fourth best in the league. So it's kind of like, you know, pick your poison. Like they're, they're going to defend well, uh, but they're going to struggle to get on the board. Uh, in terms of uh, penalties, let's see. So they are pretty low for power play percentage. Where they uh, they're they're middle of the pack. They're they're seventeenth overall, nineteen point four, in uh, penalty percentage, and for short handed and penalty killing, they are tied for twelfth at eighty one point three percent. So kind of middle of the road when it comes to special teams, uh, but if you get them five on five full strength, uh, they struggle a little bit. So I think, believe it or not, that's where the avalanche could win this game um, is head up five on five beat them with your with your speed um, and and the way that the islanders are playing lately they're struggling a little bit so but they are on home ice tough place to play uh, I think it'll be a good game and in the first of a back to back obviously you want to get one this is you know obviously a road trip we started off the road trip good in New Jersey solely because I was there um, so we'll see if they can keep it going. I don't know who is in goal right now. Um, Grubauer played the, the Devils game, so maybe they hold him out. Who knows what they do. But like I've always said, I'm good with either one of them. So that's it for now, guys. So like I said, tomorrow, tune in. It'll be the crossover episode with the Locked On Rangers, uh, where we get into a lot of good topics. So uh, it's a really entertaining show. So we will also... Well, I mean, that is pretty much a preview, so I'm not going to do a a special preview for that. But tune into that, and uh, we'll see how the abs can come out on this back-to-back. Hopefully we can get four points out of this bad boy. So that's it for today, guys. Enjoy the game, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, abs, go!